Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, it's increasingly the case uh, that countries look for reparations from other countries for historical wrongs. Some African countries have succeeded in that regard. Poland is currently looking for reparations for Germ- from Germany for its actions during World War II. And recently, Laura Trevelyan donated £100,000 and apologised to the island of Grenada for her family's involvement in slavery. Laura is an ancestor of Lord Trevelyan, who had an active part in increasing the devastating effects of the Irish famine. So for that, and perhaps many other historical wrongs, should Ireland be looking for something similar? Catherine Mezzacapa, originally from Carrickfergus, is an historical novelist who writes under the name Katie Hutton. She's been pointing out this inconsistency. Catherine, good afternoon to you. Hello there. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on Uh, today. Thanks for uh, talking to us today. Now, probably even in Ireland, people would be familiar with Laura Trevelyan's corn and and that kind of thing. But just briefly, why was he such a terrible figure during the course of the famine? Well, I mean, I'm not the I'm not the the, the best person to ask, you know, about this. I'm I'm not a a proper historian. I'm an I write I write books with that have got people kind of in vintage clothes in you know that (laughs) kind of thing so um i mean he the the problem that i have with charles trevelyan with with the first baronet trevelyan was that um he as it were blamed irish people for the famine and Mm. he you know and that that obviously shaped um his his view about what you then do about it and he even invoked god on his side you know he said that, that this is this is a um you know that, that a punishment from god or, or or this is god's judgment i think that might have been the actual word that he used um to not kind of take any action um and you know when you think about and I'm, it's not a period of of uh, and it's actually a, a period of irish history i kind of avoid i would avoid writing about because it's it's just kind of too big somehow mm, mm. you know to write about the famine but um you know i did read somewhere that during um the famine years the export of grain to england was not diminished at all yeah yeah, yeah. so you know people were starving and, and or or you could obviously get fed if you you know if you let that expression take soup you know if you convert it and things like that so and and really um you know, to save one's fellow human being should not depend on what you know what what particular sect of religion you are. You know, I'm very conscious of that of that. Obviously, I've been out of Ireland for the best part of fifty years, but I was brought up, you know, in Belfast. So in the seventies is when was when I left. So I'm very conscious of I kind of all that 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 means. And um, but so when I on on the weekend, you know, when I was supposed to be writing a book and I was just messing about, you know, on, on the internet and I saw what Laura Trevelyan had written and, and I thought, well, fair play to you. You know, you've admitted a fault. Um, 100,000 is perhaps not going to go um, very far. Um, it's nowhere near what um, the Trevelyans got as um, as compensation for, for uh, not having their slaves anymore. Um, but I thought, fair play to her. But And then I thought, but what about you know, Charles Trevelyan, because that that piece is kind of ignored. And I suppose, um, sorry, I'll run on here if, if, no, if no, you'd let me. No, you know, you're so, fine. no, no, please yeah, do. So, but, and, and so I just wrote something like, um, that's good, but um, is there any word about, about Charles, Charles Trevelyan's um, catastrophic handling of famine relief? 
and um, and of course that's referenced, you know, in the song, the you know the the mm. um, the fields of Athen Rye and so forth, and and so I, d- I just wrote that, and um, and then the next thing that happened was that I got a, a direct message from somebody at the Times, would I want to talk about it? And I actually wrote back to him and saying, well, I'm not really the expert, but the reason that I thought this was that. You know, I lived many years in England. I was educated after primary school. I was educated in uh, in Scotland and in England um, entirely. And there, it's as if you know we're now quite aware of um, the the issue about reparations to countries where where people were, were profiting big time, and their their you know their their money is based on on slavery. But Ireland keeps kind of getting overlooked in all of that. Mm. And I I just and I mean, even perhaps things are different now. I have no idea. But in a Belfast primary school, for instance, you didn't even really kind of learn about Irish history. I mean, I knew about um, Sir Walter Raleigh, but I didn't know about his involvement in massacres in uh, Smerwick, I think is the name of the place in particular. Um, And I suppose I kind of vaguely knew about Oliver Cromwell and what he did in Ireland. But if you... If you talk to people in England about this, and this is why I kind of wanted to raise the issue, talk to people in England about this, they'd probably tell you something like that, no, first of all, that Oliver Cromwell was a miserable git who wore plain clothes and abolished Christmas. But they mightn't talk to you about, you know, the fact that he was kind of into ethnic genocide or ethnic cleansing and these kind of things. Um, they they wouldn't be able to tell you about what um, Sir Walter Valley was mixed up in. And they, you know, if they'd heard of Charles Trevelyan at all, they might say something like, well, he founded the civil service. Mm. So, you know, and I just, um, I feel that there's this this kind of gap there, that these are things that people actually ought to to think about and that Ireland should not be overlooked in, in you know, in that in that case. So yeah. that, Do people, I mean, I mean, is your experience that people in Britain actually know much about the Irish farming or, or, or know the, the amount of devastation it wreaked on the country, like a million people dead, and that some some historians would would have uh, cl- uh, classified that as a form of genocide. Actually, that they were allowed yeah. to die. Exactly. It's, I don't think really, I'm not sure. I mean, some will and some won't. And I can I can only kind of talk about people mm. that I've I've kind of encountered. But um, I mean, even if even because even in a again in in Northern Ireland, I, you know, we we kind of covered the famine a bit, but the aspects of it that were covered were the potato. It was the fact that it was a potato blight. That was it. Mm. So, you know, almost like an act of God. Um, the other, th- and it was talked about, I remember in this school, as if it was kind of only happening in places like Connaught, whereas in fact, you know, that there, it, it was it was a problem in County Down. It was a problem in the place that I went to at the weekends, you know, mm. with my mum and dad. So, but that, that kind of wasn't talked about. So, but the idea that... Y- y- <laughs> I don't think there's there's really enough thought to how the longer term impacts of it. I mean, I was I was talking to a, a real historian this morning, Connor Costick, who teaches at UCD. He's in the Irish Writers Union with me, and um, I said something to Connor about, um, "Isn't it true that that the population of Ireland has only just come back to pre-famine levels?" And he said, actually, no, it's not even there yet. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, yeah, because he said, he actually said, 1810, it was 8.1 million, and now it's 7 million or something. So, mm. um, it's, well, it's a little over 5 million in the, in the Republic. So, it's oh, right, a, but we have a bit of a way to go. Yeah. yeah. No, think about, you know, the, yeah, the, the, whole, whole, island, the whole island. Yes. The whole island, yeah. So, um, and, and actually, but 
you know, at the time of the famine, the population of the UK was, uh, sorry, the, you know, England, Wales and Scotland would have been about 15 million. And that's increased fourfold. So, um, you know, that it's not just what happens then. It, it's the whole the whole kind of knock on effect of that, mm. I think. And, and I suppose there's also the, the, the kind of issue if this is you've got two things there you've got a kind of potato blight that 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 and it's just assumed well that that was an unfortunate act and there were you know a, a fortunate instance and that, of course there were famines elsewhere in Europe in the 19th century and Scandinavia in particular is, is one that comes to mind so um where you couldn't imagine something like that happening happening there now um but it, it's it's the kind of the, the it's the aftermath I think that people weren't thinking about and and the and yeah the the um Business of failing, in a way, Charles Trevelyan's difficulty with him is is not is not what you do, but what you fail to do. Yes, you know, yeah. in his case, I think was really the issue. Yeah, um, and that wasn't if, out of incompetence; that was quite deliberate on his part. Oh yeah, not yes, to, uh, yes. Uh, not to do something. Catherine, did you? I, I I'm assuming you haven't heard anything from the Trevelyan family in this. Regard. Oh, not a thing. No, no. And it's it's been quite no, no. I haven't, and and uh, you know, I don't know. If, I mean, she doesn't need to, to write to me anyway. I'm yes. just a private individual making kind of observation because everybody looks at that through their own filters. And and my filter was um, growing up in Northern Ireland, then moving over to to the UK, and these things not really. It, 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 there's a kind of collective blindness about that. The interesting thing was the other responses that came to my, you know, one line tweet there were. Um, People actually raising, and what did you do in India as well? You know, so there were all these other things that 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 were kind of talked about. So the thing, the thing has kind of grown legs, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I'm grateful that they put those things there because I, that was stuff that I didn't know about. But it's 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 the whole, I suppose it's the whole thing that if you run an empire, um, to kind of keep that thing going, you've got to you've in a way you've got to justify it that you're doing the right thing and that you know better. And this is this is the kind of worst bit of it, I suppose, in a way. And it's the collective blindness about that. I mean, again, I've been talking to lots of people in the last couple of days about this. And I was a friend in England who um, uh, I spoke to yesterday and she said, uh, you know, I did A-level, you know, what they do instead of leaving cert there. And she said, I did A-level history and it was British history and we didn't do a thing. Colonialism was not mentioned at all. Isn't that extraordinary? Isn't that extraordinary? Catherine, we have to leave it there. Thank you so much for uh, speaking with us today. Uh, That was Catherine Mazzacapa there, and uh, you'll know her under her pen name of uh, Katie Hunt. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.